All right, here we go. Obviously, it's Pastor James. And Pastor Nick. And we got week two of our weekly wisdom having to do with phones. We've got the wavelengths moving nice and slow, slow. for Pastor Nick's sake. But we're going to be talking today about putting our phone in another room. So, Nick, you want to read us uh, that scripture passage that we're kind of focusing in on here? Yeah. So, again, Ephesians five fifteen says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Um and then a, verse 17 says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And I think partially the will of the Lord is for us to use our time wisely uh, to, to glorify God uh, with our whole lives. And that means putting a rein in on our phones sometimes and uh, choosing how we use our time, how we use our tools and devices wisely, I think is a good thing. And that, that being a Christian would actually even a uh, demand of us yeah so we're going to talk about putting our phone in another room that's what i got written down well, here so that's kind of open-ended yeah, yeah, yeah. though it sounds it is, like it does is. my phone just always be in the other let room? let me tell you something i've been thinking about here james and students this is a conversation i have with you so don't get upset okay i've talked to some of these students and they felt feel an immense pressure with school right like a pressure that i reflect back on and i don't ever recall having like i don't i don't remember like i mean i remember the, the, the anxiety that I had about school was my grades are lower than my parents want. Um, how am I going to figure this one out? <laughs> how am I going to explain this, right? Whereas I talk with our teens and I talk with you guys who are listening to this podcast and um, it just seems like the, the, the level is higher. So I have some theories. Okay, one um, is <laughs> that this is probably partially true but schooling has changed and maybe it's become more demanding or i grew up in ohio and maybe ohio education is worse than washington education i don't know i don't know that i like that theory but i anyways my other theory is that they're dumber than i am uh but that's not a good theory because i don't think that's true i've talked with them they're smart individuals the other theory that i have is um that their lives are just so packed that you know they they don't have time to do everything and that includes school and that another theory is schools are just giving more homework um maybe i don't know i'm not sure the exact answer uh, but i do have one theory that i think is partially true do you want to hear it and it fits in well what if i said no okay <laughs> i'm gonna tell you anyways <laughs> all right sounds good uh is this is that um we are so we are pretty poor judges of how focused we are um, and that if we're honest, especially when it comes to studying and doing homework, it's a lot more bite-sized and broken up because of our phones or our computers. And I realize there's some things that you have to do online, right? Maybe for school, but that especially our phones, if we put that into the equation, those are maybe causing distractions that need not be when we're studying and getting homework done. Yeah, so kind of to maybe elaborate on just simply putting our phones in another room is when we're trying to get something specific done, it might be good to pick up our phone and take it into another room. Because I think we, like Pastor Nick just said, we underestimate how much production we lose in those broken moments. So like, because sometimes I'll be like, well, I only picked up my phone six times in the past hour. Like I'm doing fine. But that broke up. 60 minutes into mm-hmm. small 10 minute chunks that I actually couldn't get focused into. Well, and anyways. there's actually research too that, that says if you 
have your phone in the room, even if it's turned off, even the presence of your turned off phone in your room is you, you are, they did this study of 800 smartphone users and they did all these elaborate tests and showed that even if a phone was in the same room and turned off, those people still performed more poorly than those that had the phone out of the room. And again, this was with the phone off. This was with the phone off, but still in the room. And what they're trying to show is that just by the mere presence of your phone in your room, even if it's turned off, it, 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 it's distracting you in some way. It's, it's pulling your mind elsewhere. I mean, for me, if I'm in my, uh, in my living room or somewhere else and my phone is just right next to me, if I have a thought, even if I'm reading or doing something where I'm generally engaged in, I could just boom, pick this up and boom, I have whatever I want to, 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 to research and look at. And so there's this is a Pandora's box, right, that we have at our fingertips. Um, and so the mere presence of your phone in your room is, is detrimental to your studying and to your focus. And by the way, most of the, the best research out coming out is that you really only have four or so hours of mental energy to do a, like deep focused work. And if that deep focus work is also used in broken up use of our phone, then you're just also killing yourself, which also presents a problem for modern schooling because it's like, well, you're in school for longer than four to five hours. And, you know, so anyways, I, that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. So, again, putting our phone in another room when we're really trying to get something done. And just like last week, we'd encourage you just to try it, right? You're going to feel the same things you felt as we put our phone to bed before we went to last week. You're going to feel some tension. You're going to feel, hey, what's going on? Like, I, I'm missing something. I'm sure there's a text message I need to respond to. Most of the time, those yeah. things aren't true. Yeah. Before we wrap up, though, uh, we didn't talk about last week, but we wanted to let you know kind of where some of these yeah, yeah. wisdoms last are week, coming from. Fact check uh, myself. By the way, the the phone going to bed before you're going to bed, that language is from TechWise family, Andy Crouch. Um, and then uh, this week, um, kind of some more principles from uh, TechWise family, redeeming your time, uh, 12 ways your phone is changing you, and uh, – a whole bunch of other productivity things that say get your phone away when you really need to focus. And last thing, if you're worried about forgetting something, have a scratch piece of paper or a notepad or like a note card or something, something you can physically write down. If you're worried about like, oh, that's going to run away, I just remembered it, have something right next to you where you can write it down. That way your phone is not necessary in that moment to capture that. So. Yeah. All right, we've put our phone to bed an hour before we have gone to bed, and uh, our phone in is is in another room while we're working on some what what uh, Rainer would call deep work. So that would include probably some of your homework. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Like, comment, subscribe below.